0: And here we go. Applause, please. Thank you so very, very much. It's another edition of Nerd Dads. I am super stoked to be back in the studio, dude. I have waited so long. Almost a month, uh, if you will. And we, uh, we
1: didn't get to do it on our on our main day. So, we didn't you know, get to do it our yeah, on yeah, our yeah. typical day. Makes I'm it a little just,
0: weird. It, it, it exactly, exactly. It's a little weird. But uh Shane here with you in the studio once again. I got my man Greg Holbert, my ride or die nerd dad in hey, the studio hey, with hey, me. Hey, Dude, yes, sir. it's it's so good to see you once again and hear your uh wonderful uh baritone voice in my studio
1: you're always too kind
0: Sean. oh Your man in the mail buddy uh, thank you so much thank you so much i need it so very bad don't, um, we all. don't we all it's another edition of nerd dads this our august 2023 episode dude we're talking pets pets in all of nerddom we have assembled a top 10 list of pets in all of nerddom movies TV video games. I think we should get into it but with a little bit of details first. Yes. We so, have our we each have our own list. Yes, we have our own list. Yep, separate separate lists. There uh, are reasons for each and every placement on our list, I would say. Yes. Um, that's that's very we, good. We we talked a little bit a bit, uh, little bit before the show about like uh, is this good pets? Is this uh like do we disqualify Disney stuff? Maybe because it's just full of pets. But we we each have our own reasons for our top ten list. And yes. we're going to start, before we get into this uh, top ten list, we're going to do some honorable mentions, okay? Give us your first Honorable mention, Greg, because we've dudes, we've got a wild list. Like I said, yeah. I told you before, it's all like, over the place. Exactly. This may very well be our first hour-long podcast, yeah. but buckle up because it's going to be nonstop back-to-back yeah. content. So let's get into it. Which, if you've ever met us before, this is kind of par for the course. This is par for the course. We so, talk about a little bit of everything. So, so uh, a little first... bit of everything all the time. Yeah. Go, go right ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll just hit the hit the ground running. Then I want to uh, I want to throw the first honorable mention pet. I want to throw out. Uh, I want to throw out how about how about Roach from
0: Wally, man,
1: the little Roach, dude.
0: Dude, let's talk about it because if there's so many people said I can't I can't watch all of Wally because it's too many, like it's just um it's just like mechanical sounds and whatever. I loved Wally. I -hmm. freaking loved that movie. movie. I love Wally and the Roach was super awesome. I mean, if you're talking about a pet, he taught it to sit. Yeah. And pointed down, and the roach sat down. I think that's a great honorable How mention. much more pet light can you get? Exactly. Exactly. You teach it to set. I mean, come on. Um, okay, so uh, since we're trading off on this thing, I've got Joanna. Joanna the lizard from The Rescuers Down Under. That was a hungry, She's always, hungry, h- hungry, hungry reptile. Hungry, yeah. hungry reptile. She's yeah. always stealing eggs. Joanna, <laughs> did you steal my eggs? That's a fantastic one. So, yeah, yeah, awesome one, awesome one. Joanna from The Rescuers Down Under, fire away. All
1: right, let's go with, uh, how about Brian from Family Guy?
0: Okay, and this is another thing we talked about. Brian from Family Guy, awesome. You got a talking dog. Yeah. You got a dog that, like, turned into a bodybuilder at one time. Mm-hmm. He can drive a car. Very. I think he's got uh, a couple of degrees. I think he does have a couple of degrees. A terrible author but a raging alcoholic. So maybe... Which comes with the authorship. Exactly. Okay, yes, I'll give you that. Uh, But yeah, so Brian from Family Guy. Yep. Uh, Okay, so my next honorable mention, and some people are going to be upset this didn't make the top 10 list, but I'm going Max from Grinch, the Grinch's dog. He did a fantastic job towing that sleigh. He yep. was ride or die, even knowing that like, the Grinch wasn't the best owner, maybe, of all time. But he's still faithful, as good puppy dogs do. How loyal is that? Super loyal. And that's another fantastic characteristic of great pets. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Let's go... That, that was a really good example. And uh, in order to go with uh, the, the goodest boys, I'm going to go with uh, Shadow from oh Homeward gosh. Bound.
0: And uh, the collective... Oh, yes. no. Yes, yes
1: that you either know it or you don't know it. This kind of an age check for our thing. You know, and we try to you, put one every once in a while. Yes, yes. So um, if you're not
0: familiar with Homeward Bound, please go watch it. Yes, oh, but please go watch Homeward Bound because um, it's not just in our age group. It's anybody that watches that show in the history of ever. That's heartstrings, bro. Get your tissues. Get your tissues ready. My next honorable mention, we'll do a couple of more of these. Um, something that made my original top 10 list on nostalgia alone, mm. but was bumped from the list last minute. Jake the Snake's Python <laughs> from the WWE <laughs> in the in the late '80s and early '90s, because to be perfectly honest, I had his action figure with like DDTing action or something like that. He had like a lever, or maybe he squeezed He squeezed his legs and yep, he does that's his arm. To, solid, okay. yeah, yeah. And uh, he came with a rubber like snake that was shaped like it went around his neck. And so, like, I was a huge Jake the Snake fan. I wanted to have a snake of my own. Probably scared of him in real life, but yeah, that's a whole thing. Yeah. So uh, what do you got next? Honorable mentions. Let's do. Well, uh, let's,
1: how about we do a How about we do a dishonorable mention? Oh, how about we please. do one? How about we do some pets? Now these these are some kind of some older older hits. Now this is a little bit further back, but there was a, a Hanna Barbera cartoon. Actually, it was two cartoons, and the the character is kind of the same, but you know they're they're from different different properties technically. Uh, but we have uh, Astro from the Jetsons. And Dino from the Flintstones. Now, there's a little bit, you know, depending on how deep into nerddom of the Hanna Barbera you come, they want to say that Jetsons and Flintstones is in continuity somehow. So there could be a uh, there could be a, a link here, but Astro and Dino are definitely the worst parts about those shows.
0: Okay, w- Astro always take it. There's like infinite. What is it go down forever if you fall out of the house yeah, on the Jetsons? Yeah, yeah okay. we've never seen And bottom. Astro constantly flirting with that line. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to be with you there in dishonorable mention for Astro. Absolute and menace. Dino, absolutely a menace as well. Yes. Showed it in the very beginning of the show. Exactly. Tips over the, uh, it's a whole thing. He tips over the 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 car. Mm-hmm. There's a, or, well, you know that was the. R- now that was the Brontosaurus me. rib. Remi- yeah. Remind me. So
1: his main, uh, his main, uh, let's see, what do we want to say? This uh, his coupe de gras was to uh, to trick Fred to lock him out of the house. That's so then, that's, right. so then you know, so Dina gets, Dino tricks him. He's uh, he 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 bolts out. I think he bolts out the window or something like that uh why fred didn't also go through the window because they didn't actually technically have windows they were just holes in the rock but right. you know we don't, okay we don't question right. that yeah. <laughs> it's a living but, <laughs> it's a living but uh yeah it's well, <laughs> He's smacking, smacking on that door and it's all dino's
0: fault yes and it's all dino's fault oh, okay so i'll give you that also the, the like i said the destruction of property he was always like messing things up so sure. moving on my final dishonorable mention well, this is going to be polarizing, and this is another thing. This is a point of where, as co-host, we sort of missed each other's marks we here. Diverge every once in a while. My a number one dishonorable mention: the risk does not, in any way, equal the reward, even a little bit. <laughs> is Gizmo from the freaking Gremlins, dude? I'll I'll be perfectly honest. I'll be completely out in the open here. I saw Gremlins at a very early age when I was probably it came out the year before I was born. I probably saw it when I was four or five years old. I had night terrors about that movie oh. forever. Even though watching it as a as an adult, I'm like, what was wrong? what in the world? What in the world? Why those was gremlins so-
1: were sinister though. Those they were are, they, sinister. They did a really good job of making those little puppets scary. So my you know. my
0: top of the list has got to be, and I mean, has got to be. Gizmo for dishonorable mentions, yeah. So, I want to welcome our new partner in Nerd Dads. We'd like to welcome the Nerdbot 5000 to everybody. Give Nerdbot a hand. Oh, thank you so much. Let's get in on that big round of applause for the uh Nerdbot coming into the show. What's up, Nerdbot? Doing what I can. Glad to have you once again, Nerdbot. Give us a number 10, and I will start off our top 10 dumb pets. Number 10. Coming in at my number 10, NerdBot, we appreciate your help on that. I've got The Beast from Sandlot. The Beast from Sandlot. One of the greatest sports movies of all time. One of the most nostalgic movies of all time. And an integral piece of that, The Beast. I move mean, over, Mighty Ducks. Move over, Mighty Ducks. Get out of the way. It was Get out of the way, lot. Greg. What's your number ten?
1: Number ten. I've got. Uh, I've got a. I've got Gary the Snail from SpongeBob. A
0: classic. A classic. Did you know that Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob, and the Do hours later, that guy, they're all Tom Kenny. Gary the Snail, the narrator, and SpongeBob. What a all range. What, a, what range. a range, Tom absolutely. Kenny, absolutely, absolute treasure of a man.
1: Um, the reason I like Gary so much is because he is a cat without being a cat. I personally, this is a little uh, little nerd fact about Greg. I am allergic <laughs> to cats.
0: Okay, so you could have a cat without having a cat.
1: He does all the cat things. Um, you know, he's uh, he doesn't have the uh, the murder mittens though, so he's actually a better cat than the other cats in my opinion. Next
0: up, Nerdbot. Number nine. Number nine. Up next for you. I'm uh I'm delivering my number nine here. This is a this is a whole thing. Better check it twice. I will. I will. I'm still working on the white beard though. Number nine, I have in fact Perry the platypus from. Um, my greatest nemesis, uh, Perry yes, the platypus. Yes, absolutely. From Phineas and Ferb, Perry the platypus. I think the idea of having a super secret spy that is also a platypus. Platypus are cool. How do yeah. you pluralize platypus? I'm pretty sure it's platypi but Platipi. we
1: have some nerdy scientists in there that are listening that probably know way better than us. So Without uh, a doubt. correct in, us in the comments, leave, give us an, um, actually,
0: uh, give us, we, you know, we welcome, this is becoming a recurring theme. We welcome the, um, actually guys, yes. uh, on, uh, on that. So, number 9 for me got to be Perry the Platypus. I love the hat, Greg. Yep. And I'm going to go with Scooby
1: Doo from Scooby Doo. He's it's a, a great classic. Call. Yeah, he's and he's a Great Dane, so.
0: And a Great Dane. Yeah. I am in fact a real life Great Dane owner. I love some Great Danes. He is, and he, you know but this uh this is a
1: cartoon Great Dane. You don't have to feed him. You don't have to clean up after him. And uh and he does the Brian thing. You know, he's a talking dog that other people are aware of talking. I'm I'm almost certain that they cuz they they answer, they respond to Scoob, you know, whenever he's talking and stuff and that's that's shaggy's best bud
0: without a doubt some controversial stuff we know we talked about brian partaking in substances uh there are some uh (laughs) controversial opinions (laughs) scooby and shaggy for sure for sure next up nerdbot number eight number eight coming in at number eight for me yoshi from mario yoshi from mario i mean he had several iterations like throughout the series series of games he, there was a purple one. There was a pink one. There was all this cool stuff. But I will never forget getting on Super Mario World when I was a young man. And you go down to the bottom of the map, the little island map, and you're getting maybe the wrong theme music, but you get the idea. And getting the uh, the first Yoshi grabbing up those little fruits and stuff and spitting yeah. them out, spitting out the fireballs. And you grab certain items. You get to fly a little bit. That's for me. I mean that's peak nostalgia. Yep, Yoshi coming in at number eight for me.
1: He's solid. He's solid. I'm going to go with Doug from Up. I'm going to continue with the uh, the talking animals type thing. Yes, uh, but uh, Doug is a is a unique guy because he is a he is a regular golden retriever, but you get to hear from the mind of the golden retriever, and they did a fantastic job articulating him, giving him all the all the all the uh, golden retriever things. He was the, just the perfect.
0: Perfect. I know. Dog. I know. We're way down in the list, but I gotta give. I gotta give it up for Doug. That's a. That's a peak. That is an elite selection, yes. sir. Yes. I got. That is an elite selection. He is a good. Um, dude. Doug giving a peek into the mine of pets. I mean, come on, squirrel, fantastic, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely fantastic. Nerdbot seven. Number seven coming in at number seven for me. It's gotta be. Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> Stupid dog, you make me look <laughs> bad. <laughs> I love Courage the Cowardly Dog. That was like peak weird cartoon, like maybe. Big time Cartoon Network. I feel Golden like, age. I've oh, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Cow and Chicken and yep. all those awesome. I think maybe Cow and Chicken should have made the list, yep. but. Powerpuff Girls, Samurai uh, Powerpuff Jack, Girls, without a good, doubt. Yeah. The mayor! the mayor! <laughs> yeah, the I almost bonkers. put Mojo Jojo on there, exactly. but I didn't know
1: how far he could go in. You know, <laughs> they treat him like a pet when they give him the smacking.
0: But uh, for real, for real, uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog, and in, uh, in a weird situation with like Miriam and stuff. I feel like when they were making that cartoon, they had to they hit a crossroads. They were like is this gonna is this gonna be a kids cartoon or is this gonna be Okay, let's dial it back a little yeah. bit. They
1: definitely you know, took a page out of the Ren and Stimpy. Let's walk the line to see how let's mu- see how, how far, inappropriate
0: of a kid show can be. Let's see how we far we can keep blur, the, blur the lines yeah. without a doubt. So my number 7 is a uh, 0 from Nightmare Before Christmas. This is an outstanding pick. This is an uh, this is an outstandingly low pick for some people mm-hmm. out there like mm-hmm. the Tim Burton diehards yeah. are going to be like why is 0 so low? Dude, I don't get it because he's, you know, cheerful, he's affectionate, always positive
1: dude never have to feed him you know so that's you know especially in this economy you know they need to have more ghost dogs yeah (laughs) because you know he's dead so that may be a problem no hugs no licks but you know oh,
0: but but uh zero a fantastic dog i have a ghost a little bit higher up in my list as well so we'll uh no spoilers let's keep going exactly let's keep this thing going nerdbot what number are we on now six number six thank you so much Nerdbot. coming in number six for me and this is going to be a crazy low pick i feel like if this was still on the board and we were doing this draft style a crazy steal number six i have slimer from the ghostbusters oh man yes slimer is the ultimate ghost of excess okay yes absolutely and uh we have a similar diet slimer and i <laughs> we, we, have, we have a similar diet slimer and i and uh, we have a similar relationship with people. As we would rather just run at them screaming and slime all over them. So they will run away as to, uh, so anyways, moving on. <laughs> I feel like he would be a, be a fantastic pet of mine. I nice love stuff. the uh, how the the relationship developed between him and Rick Moranis in oh, the, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. They like how he buds. was terrified and he was always running from and everything. He ends up being like, oh, okay, all right, we're buddies, me I and you. Yeah, okay, you. I see the appeal. Okay, I see the appeal.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I went with uh, Pascal from Tangled.
0: Pascal from Tangle so he's a chameleon a, okay he's useful
1: he's uh, espionage you know different uh, different things from that he's uh he's feisty I like how I like how feisty he is he seemed like he was the uh he really uh he really kind of sussed out Jean before he was uh, before Jean okay. was a thing he kind of knew something was going on maybe okay. this maybe this dude's a little bit too good to be true uh but uh yeah Pascal he's a uh, he's basically like a little uh, Sherlock Holmes lizard you know he figured out things and he was just an all-around solid dude.
0: Okay, is Pascal the first Disney character that's made the list?
1: Doug wasn't Disney, was oh, okay.
0: he? Doug was, okay, Doug was. Or Doug was Pixar. He dream-
1: yeah, he may have been. Oh, okay. It was, okay, Doug
0: it, and Pascal coming in. Uh, movie nerds, we need your help. Movie nerds, we need some assistance. It's we are Pixar the nerd dads. Dads infers a degree of forgetfulness, so yes, I think that that yes. gives it... Uh, <laughs> and we're going against our normal
1: <laughs> dad it. instincts to not ask for directions and not ask for helps.
0: So, Absolutely, yeah. Greg. That's why, that's why we keep you around, buddy. <laughs> that's why we keep you around. Your wonderful baritone and your uh, appeal to the audience. Yes. Moving on. Nerd Bot. Number five. Coming in at number five. I've got, and this is a surprisingly, uh, a surprisingly, I like to have a couple drinks before we get on the show. <laughs> this is a surprisingly low pick for a real life Great Dane owner. I have Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo, a Great Dane for a Great Dane owner, it seems like a, I don't know, just a, a match made in heaven. I love the size. I love his ability to to do costumes and his ability to solve mysteries and his ability to, of course. Talk in that weird, you know. So Great Dane uh coming in at number five. I've got Scooby Doo. Greg, who you got at number five? Number five, uh Nerdbot. Do not get jealous, but I've got R two D two. Oh from my Star gosh. Wars. Oh he- my gosh, Nerdbot. What do you have to say about that? I mean, is that a whole thing?
1: I'm hurt.
0: I'm, we're sorry, Nerdbot.
1: Greg, go yeah, ahead. And and it just you know, Nerdbot, you'll always be very close to my heart. Um, everything like that. You know, however, R2D2 did to come first.
0: That's good. You can't you can't see it on the podcast, but he's definitely smiling.
1: And then I'm consoling Nerdbot a little bit. Yes. It's, yeah. Uh, we'll give him an extra D frag or something. We get, <laughs> you know, make him feel special. Uh, but yeah, so he was always better than C3PO in my opinion because he did not talk. Uh, the beeps were somehow less annoying than C3PO talking, in my opinion. Uh, but uh, you know, C-3PO had that kind of annoying butler kind of thing to it, and uh, but uh, R2D2 did all the heavy lifting. You know, like he uh, he had the little shock thing, he interfaced with the system. Yes,
0: had the little probe that spun yep, things.
1: Yep, yep. And uh, and uh, you know, gave the most crucial message. Obi Wan, you're my only hope.
0: Without yeah. a doubt, there yeah. would be no Star Wars if there was not the delivery of the message from R2.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, uh, so he's R2. awesome. Moving trash can manages to be more likable than most of the Star Wars
0: cast. So that's why. Without I'm- a doubt. Out. R2D2, a fantastic pick for Nerdbot. Number four. Coming in at number four for me has got to be before we get any higher. Before we get any higher in the picks, <laughs> I feel like it would be doing nerd to McGraven justice to leave out Battlecat from He-Man. I remember watching I He-Man. The power. Without a doubt. And the and his pet was typically pretty scared about becoming Battlecat, but then he turned into an absolute unit. With a saddle Didn't and a he helmet. Didn't just
1: embraced the glow up and when they got it? Yeah. Exactly.
0: Exactly right. And then all the bad guys were scared of Battle Cat. Yes. Some fond memories watching He-Man when I was a little kid. Greg, who do you got at number four? Well, I'm in. Uh, you know, to to
1: uh, to reiterate one that you did. We had a couple that crossed over on here. I got Yoshi at number four. Yoshi is okay. a, a bit higher up on my list because uh, I'm like you. Played Super Mario World. Was not expecting to hit that question mark. And instead of getting a normal fire flower or mushroom, you know, <laughs> then uh, I got out. a nice little cute egg. And then it made this little squatty lizard. And it was like, you know what? Uh, I got this little squatty lizard. I can't jump on him, you know. Oh, I can carry him. So I carry him around and uh, walked over a little bit too close to a Goomba, and he just nommed that dude up. Just you know, <laughs> it's like okay. Now I see the
0: appeal. Yeah. Did that
1: two more times, <laughs> and then With, without you got, a
0: doubt, you got the full size Yoshi. Without dog. a doubt, how fired up were you when you figured out the power? Like how good Yoshi was, how much he improved, how good. Like, oh, dude, you're so fired up.
1: Yeah, and then and then the uh, and then of course you know we're gonna go back to homeward bound times, sad times when you needed to make that little extra jump.
0: Exact. Oh my God, Greg. <sighs> it's a sad day. His uh, so his so sad
1: sacrifice was always for the greater good.
0: Man. Homeward Bound, how sad is that movie? All right, we got to move on. We got to yes. pick up the yes. pace. Nerdbot, bring us back. Number three. Okay, coming in at number three for me, has, and we're, we're getting deep cuts here mm-hmm. in this nostalgia, the nostalgia you thought Homeward Bound was deep cutting nostalgia. <laughs> Dude, Free Willy, let's oh, go. Oh, man. Number three for me has got to be Free Willy because I thought that having a killer whale, maybe it was killer in the name and you're like 10 years old or however old we were, it's so that, 90s. It's a very 90s animal. It is a the very killer whale. Exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. very 90s. Tubular porpoise. You, you know how long? How did you get any more 90s? <laughs> Great call. Yeah. Great call. Killer whales. I distinctly remember them also making several appearances in Lisa Frank Trapper yes. Keepers. So very a very 90s animal but you're playing the the Michael Jackson song. He jumps over the wave break. It's just like one of the most epic ending scenes in all of cinemas. Oh, yeah. at, at the very least, kids' cinema. Uh, Greg, can you top Free Willy at number three? Oh,
1: um. Let's see. I will try my best. Mine is a little bit more contemporary, but I have it number three. I've got dog meat from Fallout.
0: Okay, so okay, you I like know it. it's a it's little bit very, more new school.
1: Very, I am legend. You know, guys out on the wasteland or girl, depending on how you create your character. You know, you're able to make whoever you want in there. You're a wanderer of the wastelands. This is a pre, this is a post-apocalyptic wasteland of of uh, of the world. You have a loyal dog. Affectionately dubbed "Dog Meat," that follows you around. Uh, he was—he's been since the beginning, the very first Fallout game. You know, Fallout didn't start out in the 3D-rich Bethesda you know world. They had a, a side scroller, or not a side scroller—it was a turn-based old term but fallout 1 and 2 were, were turn-based okay games, okay really deep rpgs i'm getting lots educated of now yeah that fallout 3 reimagining of dogmeat fully fleshed him out he's a companion he goes finds things for you and uh and yeah he's just a just a solid dog to keep you company
0: we're chronicling all of the pets in nerddom and highlighting our top 10 nerdbot we are way into this countdown what's up next Number two, coming in at number two for me, and we've talked about it before on Nerd Dad's how big of a fanboy I am of the Borderlands franchise. The sniper character Mordecai has a all-timer of a pet named Bloodwing in the first one and a, a half games. Spoiler alert: turn down your volume. He gets killed in the second game, and we're super, super sad about it. Um, doesn't hold a candle to shadow that we've mentioned 15 times in this podcast already, (laughs) but I'm here to tell you, Bloodwing, one of my favorite pets in video games and movies and TV of all time. Greg? Probably the best PvP pet also. Ever. You can attack people over cover and a round cover and then you can add elemental effects to him he can also you can also like manipulate your skill trees for him to drop like more health or more ammo for steal the some health for you oh my gosh yeah. get he out of it here he does it all Bloodwing's Fan- fantastic MVP. sound it's got the e. Ee- Okay, who do you got at number two after my terrible sound
1: effects? <laughs> number two, I've got a uh, another animal that really helps you out during the video game, and it is Rush from Mega Man. Let's so go. I am a super totally big Mega for- Man
0: fan. How did you let me get this far into this pod, like not mentioning, can't believe that didn't even make my original list. Well, because, you know,
1: I had to keep him for myself, to be oh, honest. Oh, exactly, you know, all right. He's all right. the goodest little- boy. Um, he turns into armor. He turns into uh, platforms. He turns into uh, weapon systems. Uh, he is just the catch all swiss army dog is what i always used to call him back in the day but dude
0: this is the way. number one steal i've got to give you another you're getting too many <laughs> applauses today because you're just hitting them out of the park rush is a fantastic number two pick moving on if you don't mind Nerdbot, we have one more number one thank you so much Nerdbot. coming in at number one i will reveal my number one pet i wish i had from all of nerddom dating further back than my Borderlands obsession has got to be my Pokemon obsession. I thought about this for a long time. I didn't know if I wanted to incorporate Pokemon. Because it's like a whole nother thing and then there's this whole discussion amongst the Pokemon faithful. Like, do you are they pets? Are they friends? Are they whatever? So I'm going to uh be sacrilegious, I guess, in the world of Pokemon. My number one pet has got to be Gengar. Gengar. I am a I'm a ghost and psychic type, faithful going back to 1997. If that dates me a little bit, Mm -hmm. Gengar. That whole that whole evolution line was like super awesome, even from the beginning. New school. There's just too many, and he's just like not as cool as he used to be, as far as battle is concerned. Yeah. Now he got kind of power creep, didn't he? he Kind of. Yeah, he did get kind of power creep. He could Mega. Now he could Mega evolve, and he also became ghost and poison type which was pretty handy which was pretty handy but still at number one if i had to have a pet for myself a ghost that's mischievous also ash like l- his spirit like leaves his body and flies around with gengar hangs out okay yeah, hangs out but then he comes back and that yeah. just further proves why gengar is the number one pet in uh in my eyes.
1: Plus, if he's a uh, if he's a good if he's a good boy, you know, and he wants to be a good boy. If you're having a bad dream, you know, he can just uh, dream eater that. He dude. can just, just dream n- eater n- that n- dude, up, you know? without
0: and, a doubt, yeah, yeah. does a ton of damage to the Pokemon in the area, and you're all the better, uh, Greg. You're wrapping this thing up, dude. Who is your number one in terms of pets of
1: nerddom? So number one, uh, you know, I was thinking, you know, it's like of all these, of all these pets of sci-fi and, and, uh, you know, these, these fantastical creatures and stuff like that. You know, you had, you had talked about this, this pet already, uh, but he is actually my number one favorite and it is going to be Gizmo from Grim. <laughs> Say what? I know it's a hot take. I know it's a hot take, but hey, just let, let's go with the pros here. Uh, you know, <laughs> he is the only one of his species that's pretty much not evil. You know, in the second movie, you know, there were other other Mogwai, is what they're called, but they were a lot less good-natured, and, uh, you know, they... Uh, they The, uh, the adorability of these, uh, of these, of these mogwai, these, these fantastical creatures, um, you know, you don't have to bathe them because, uh, you know, bathing them will actually cause you to have, have more of them. Um, so it may have a little bit of of stinkiness, you know, it may be a little bit of a musky, maybe it will be like having a bunch of ferrets or something, you never know. Um, but, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's able to wear lots of fashion, you know, he, he got himself. He does
0: dress up a little bit. Okay. You know, he did the Rambo.
1: Oh, the Rambo thing. He did the Rambo thing. Uh, most adorable Rambo ever though if you're gonna get shot with a flaming ma- marshmallow arrow, you know it's gotta be from that
0: guy if I've got to pick all of the Rambos and all of Rambodom, I've got to take Gizmo as the as the, the Ramboest top, of the Rambo the yeah. Ramboest of the Rambo and the, yep, yep. and the cutest of all Rambos like uh, you mentioned Greg <laughs> this has been a fantastic episode, dude. I absolutely I love it so very, very much. Yeah. Any thoughts on what we could do for a September episode? I know Arkansas Comic-Con is right around the corner. Maybe look at a chronicling of our trip to Comic-Con this Ooh, year. Ooh, that think would be that cool. Kind of
1: like a Comic-Con recap.
0: I think a Comic-Con Nerd. Recap-a-con? Dad, a Recapicon Nerd Dad September recap recap a con <laughs> we'll Anyways, work on it we'll work exactly. on it it's and not you guys like,
1: send us some comments if you got some bangers
0: for exactly. some exactly it's not like they pay me to talk or anything Greg thank you once again for joining me always a pleasure here on Nerd Dads my co-host it's been a fantastic episode let's do it again let's do it again I think we'll continue to do this support the Offbeat Times on Patreon stop by and see us in downtown Russville been an absolute blast. Don't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger. Stranger danger. You know how that goes. We out.